like a, but I like I just enjoy the fact that guy's a giant hat and he's walking yeah, around. Right? Wait, hold on. I I find that you never watched Fairly Odd Parents, like I it wasn't really like my thing. Like I definitely watched episodes, but it wasn't like a show that I I think by that point I had transitioned mostly to watching Cartoon Network. I feel like was this not on TV the same time as SpongeBob? Yeah, I well it might have been. I watched watch SpongeBob. SpongeBob. And I watched Spongebob when I was in college, so, like, <laughs> that's, like I watched, that's the sad thing. I did watch Spongebob a little, but from what I remember, when Spongebob started, I don't think I had cable, and then I had cable, and I watched a little Spongebob, but I was mostly Cartoon Network. See, Spongebob wasn't really, like, my thing. Like, oh, I, see, that's, that's 100% my thing, like, weird humor, like, super, like, strange, like, stoner I, I mean, humor. I'm not saying it's not, like good or funny or like my taste or anything i just i don't know i i feel like i was also at the point where i was like not watching cartoons that weren't on a cartoon Same. Network well, that, here's the thing it was an ex-girlfriend who got me into it and I, I'm, I'm, telling like, I'm, not watching I'm telling this. amanda i'm telling amanda and and she got me into this and i was like i'm never gonna watch this and then i watched it and i liked it so then there was this one night in college. I want to say this was like sophomore or junior year where I'm like, we're all like, I'm like, we're getting stoned. We're watching SpongeBob tonight. And everyone's like, we're not watching SpongeBob. I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to watch SpongeBob. I guarantee you'll like it. I think we watched like an entire season that night. Everyone loved it because they were all stoned out of their mind. But like, it's just, uh, that's so, so good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have that. There's so history. much like, like, see, like weird humor in there that like kids don't even understand. Parents like, just don't understand. Shows. Same with Adventure Time. That's why I love Adventure Time. See, I, I love, never like, got into Adventure Time either. Todd, so did you see the so Did you see the trailer for the the new movie that's coming out on HBO Max? What was it? Was it the uh... for for Adventure Time? It's like an Adventure Time sequel. Get yeah. out of here! Really? No. Yeah. So like we're on season six, and I hear like the last two seasons get into like serious like adult themes, and like it's like gets like really like really good writing and coherent. Yeah, but, I. I missed like a good portion. Like I missed most of Adventure Time, but I caught a few episodes at the tail end of the series, and it it definitely had a very. It's an acid trip show. It's like I just ate a bunch. It's of It's an mushrooms acid trip show, but it also guys. had like a narrative. So like there was a bunch of things that were going on that I yeah, did no, not fully understand. Wait, Mike, you didn't watch Adventure Time? I'm so confused by this timeline of Michael right now. Brandon, there's a again. There were large stretches of time where I did not have cable, so there was a bunch of shows that I liked that I never got the chance to really watch. Yeah, but you got the internet, Mike. I got the well, I had slow internet, and I didn't. It was like it was too time consuming for me to like download episodes. I got you. Okay, all right. I guess I guess that makes sense. It wasn't a lack of not wanting to; it was a lack of being able to. Yeah, like I I remember I was struggling really hard to watch Young Justice at a period of time. Because I didn't have cable, and I also had really slow internet, so downloading an episode would take forever. Same thing with Legend of Korra. Yeah, I never. I don't know. I I really don't think I watched a lot of Nickelodeon after a certain age. Like I kind of. I definitely didn't. SpongeBob was like a rarity, and I don't know what channel. Adventure Time's on Cartoon Network, I think. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. Mike would know. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Nick for Nickelodeon for me. It was a lot of like live action shows that I watched. Same. Like I watched, yeah, I like, watched like Hey Dude. Did you ever watch yeah, Hey Dude? Hey Dude or, like, or, salute or, your or wait, was it Hey Dude or Dude Ranch? No, I think it was it, Hey Dude. 
It was Hey Dude, and the the location was the was Dude, dude, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then Salute uh, Your Shorts was amazing. Yeah, like, the... I, Pete and Pete wasn't really my jam. I didn't really fuck me with either. Pete. I didn't get into that either. I don't know why I... the cream the cream corn thing really fucked me up. I don't I, I don't want to like watch <laughs> yeah, that whatever is... that is. Well, you know what? I think I would have appreciated that show if I was a little bit older because like I think that's another one of those weird shows that has like the kind of humor I'm looking for, and I just like back then it wasn't my thing. Yeah, maybe I don't know. For me, uh. It's probably like uh, Clarissa explains it all. I don't know if I yeah, like I that show, that. but I watched that show a lot. I watched a bunch of it. Uh, I mean, if you want to date myself, I, my favorite show growing up was Small Wonder with Vicky the Robot and fucking what was the other one? Uh, Punky Brewster. I watched all of that shit. Yeah, Punky uh, Brewster. Shit. I was. I I'm think dating too. myself. Though. Yeah, I'm just I, like you guys are probably like still in the womb at that age. <laughs> Every time I turn around, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, I see the girl who turns my world around. Oh boy. Standing there. Did you watch this show, Mike? What, Punky Brewster? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's news to me. I think it it was on, but I don't like I don't have memories of that show. Um Someone needs to find that Doug Dimmadome song. That's cool. this is how that the whole song or just the video? I, I got it on cue. No, I whenever, whenever you need it. Yeah, well, do, send it to me, but don't play it on the podcast. Because <laughs> um, it's it's just like a, I forget what the actual song's called. I know the song that they took the beat from, and they just well, so that's of, yes, okay, Mike. After the show, we need to find that song. I need the audio. I just want to be able to listen yes, to that. And I want to listen. Let me to know. It. Same. Yeah, um, just jam out. Even though I want to hear Doug Dimmadome. I, I don't. They, that that song is a banger. Like the TikTok <laughs> video is is whatever, but that song is so good. Wait, so like the beat is from another song? Yeah, I want to say it, it's um it's a song with Warren G maybe. All right, I need oh. to hear the real song too because oh, now I'm like three to the one to the one to the three. But is it that beat flipped in some way? It's not just a straight rip of the beat, is it? I believe it's a straight rip of the beat. Weird. Cause the, all right, maybe, maybe I know the original song then, cause the song does sound familiar, but it's fucking, fuck, it's a banger. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Animal Crossing too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself. Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how are you doing today? Yeah, whatever. All right. That's tip- That's more than you normally say. Normally, it's just like a grunt or an eh, so I'll take it. Did you eat dinner yet, Mike? Yes. All right. Well, that's a start. Um, you going to get cookies tonight? I didn't look at the menu yet. You're fucking slacking, Mike. Get it together. Get, get it do together. They, do, wait, do they do more than three now? Tonight, or do they do more than No, that? they still do three, but they... They are delivering, so you can get it to your oh, house. Okay. Gotcha. So Mike doesn't even need to leave his house. He just walks to his front porch and picks up a hot batch of dozen cookies, or half a dozen cookies. Did you want me to reply to that, or was that the... I, I, I wanted you to confirm it, because I, I don't do takeout during this time. No. Well, yeah, I do a half dozen. That's the lowest amount they'll let me take. Yeah. Uh... Also joining us, rounding us out on this lovely Friday evening, is the former Overwatch fiend, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Just opened my first beer, so I'm good to go. Shit, what are you, what are you drinking over there? A little hoppy 
it's your fucking go-to, huh? It's your beer of the year right now. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. I, I've like bought like cases of that beer in the last couple months. Tim was actually supposed to drop off some Jack Sabby to me tonight. I haven't heard from him. I'm not gonna like bother him for it, but he was supposed to bring me right. some some beer. Um, leave it outside. Well, that's yeah. Just leave it on my on my side 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 area so I can just grab it later. Um, fuck, maybe I should have cracked a beer. Are you drinking something, Mike? Uh, yeah, but it's just cranberry juice. A little, little bit of vodka in there, or just some cranberry? Maybe. Oh shit, Mike is uh is getting a little tipsy over there. <laughs> was that a laugh? That wasn't me. That was that was Todd. I, I know. I know it's Todd. I just I wasn't sure what the sound was supposed to be. He was. I was, a, he's, he's I was doing the snake from, jazz. Uh, I was doing the snake jazz. <laughs> no, he's the uh he's the dog from fucking Snidely Whiplash or whatever. <laughs> Is that's that exactly that's exactly or, what it is. Or is the dog's name Snad? Who, who, what is Snadley Whiplash? Why did I just say that? I don't know, I, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Mike, do you, is Snadley Whiplash the thing? I thought Snadley was the guy and the dog was somebody else. Okay, yes. So okay, yes, the dog. Snadley is the show where they chased everyone on airplanes and stuff, and it was like a Stop the Pigeon song. Do you guys know what I'm talking about, or am I super old with this? I don't. Are, are we talking about Rocky and Bullwinkle right now altogether? Is that what's no, happening? No, it was like this cartoon. It was like all those characters in one, and they were all flying around these planes. And the, there was a song that's like "Stop the Pigeon, Stop the Pigeon," and it, it doesn't even make any sense right now thinking back to it. But uh, yeah, no, no one's seen it. <laughs> Mike, do you know what the fuck he's talking about? I wasn't even listening to be honest. <laughs> I don't. Know, I think Todd. I think Todd was watching Boomerang back in the day. Yeah. Uh, good old Boomerang. Anyways, uh, this episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 197, geez, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty, but we'll talk about that later. Let's uh, let's get into what we've been playing lately. I know, obviously, we're still got over, uh, Overwatch. We still have Animal Crossing in our lineup. Uh, anything else making its way into into your hands, Todd? Uh, I mean, still Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is taking up a, a large portion of my video game time right now. Still. Well, Got any updates for your island? What's going on oh, over there? Oh man, on, uh, slowly, ch- slowly chipping away. It's uh, it's gonna be. I'm looking at it, like my like my club play, thing I'm trying to do right now, and there's still so much I need. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking at probably, I probably need like another two months before I can even finish this, unless I like time traveled, which I'll never do. You gotta, you gotta drop me the colored lights so I can also send them to you. Um. Shit, I should have done that today when we were there. Yeah, I mean, I can I can go to your island later and get it. Yeah, um, yeah. You should you that. should probably have everyone in the in the Twitter chat though do do that to you. Just send you the lights. For every real, day. for real, I know. But like, probably people want stuff. It sucks because I still need like I'm getting five lights a day, like floor lighting, and um, the I still need tables that I haven't even been able to order. I still need like a whole bunch of stuff. There's like so candles, a whole bunch of shit, and I'm like. I'm just sticking to the lights right now. I'll finish yeah. those, and then I'll, you know, like, and then I'll do the other stuff after. Did you? Were you already in the process of doing this last episode? Like, did, do people know what you're talking about? That you're building a club? I was. I think I was. Uh, maybe I, I. If I wasn't, I did. I don't know. There was like two nights last week, or maybe before last week, where I was like literally designing the squares and like the create it yourself, and then just like filling filling in the color. And it took me so long just to do that, like. Like we, like we were talking about the other night, you're like, oh, I'm terraforming now, and I'm just, uh, you know, laying on the couch for two hours plus. It's like I'm doing ended, the same stuff. I ended up last night, 
I didn't really feel that great yesterday anyway, so I was like, I'll play Animal Crossing for a little bit. And I ended up looking over, and my Switch was, uh, I, I was like five hours, five and a half hours into just just gardening on my fucking island. Yeah, right, dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, there's been, if you, I mean, when you first came to my island, when I first started terraforming and did, like, the paved routes, like, everything was just, like, nice and clean and everything. And then all of a sudden, like, a week later, I'm like, I'm changing everything. Now, like, all my houses are finally moved. So, like, I got that done with. But the club is going to take forever. And then yeah. there's other things I want to do, but I'm not even going to get to them right now. Yeah. But, you know, so, it's like breeding flowers and fucking lights. See, I haven't even gotten into breeding flowers. I Fla- just started. Flowers stress me out so much. Well, before we move on to flowers, Mike, I don't know if you caught this part, but Todd is building a nightclub on his island. Todd just loves making, like, clubs and stuff. And yeah, it's like, it's kind of insane what he's doing. Like, and it's like kind of trippy because there's so many colors and lights when you're walking around and it's like, it gives you not a headache, but it's like, it's a lot. It is a lot. And it's not even like foot filled yet. You know what I'm saying? And I need to, you know, like the black and white area I have, which like no one could even understand what I'm saying right now, but um, I'm putting purple lights in almost every single one of those spots too. So that's going to be all lit up too. So it's like, it's. Yeah, I got a long time before I get any stuff. Nuts. Have so you considered doing a uh, a crib style show yes, where you just go to people's actually. islands? We actually have. So, yeah, 100%. So, that was like oh. <laughs> that, that's an that's an organic thing that Mike just asked. That now I'll just say it. We uh, when Todd and Joe feel like their islands are in a good enough spot, even though. Joe is like Joe lives in a fucking metropolis. Like I don't know yeah, why he's part of people be, coming to his island. Uh, but when they feel comfortable about that, we're going to try to do some sort of like short cribs segments for YouTube or something. I was looking up the old cribs. um, What's it call it? The intro theme. And I'm like, Oh man, we could easily change that to pass the controller and do the exact same thing. I was like, this is easy. I don't even remember cribs intro off to look it up. I didn't either. That's why like, I was like, Oh yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. We'll definitely, uh, is definitely something on the horizon. Um, you know, you know what we should do for the for the opening music for it. Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> Doug Doug Dimmadale Dimmadale Dimmadome. Um, but yeah. So oh, a mistake that I made was early in the game. Every time I went to a mystery island, if I ended up in an island that had flowers I didn't have yet, I would take a bunch home. Same. And I. Like, not knowing what I was going to do with my island for so long, I was just planting them everywhere. And this is now, I mean, we're over a month into this game. 49 days, which is insane. Jesus, Todd's like, really? He's he's got a separate calendar at home where he's marking all the white garden. No, like, I was looking at one of my Nook things, and uh, I was like, oh, so that's how many days I've played consecutive. So I was, like, trying to think when how long I've been playing it for. Yeah. Could have just looked at a calendar, but. I've Yeah, I've also, I mean, I've literally also played it every day since March 20th, so. I play like five hours a day right now. I think minimum. It it is so completely nestled into my daily routine of I get up, do some errands in there, and then like I'm at the point now where like in the first like few weeks of Animal Crossing, it was like I'd get up and like I would spend, you know, a good amount of time in the morning in Animal Crossing. Now it's more of like I'll get up, I'll check some things, you know, whatever. Then I'll go do other stuff in my day, and throughout the day now, I'm like going back, I'm like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Yeah. And then, once you and start terraforming, night, you're gonna do that. Yeah. And then at night, I'm like hooked in it for a while. 
but well, uh, that's that's the same as me, man. Like in the I'll, but except I wake up in the morning and I'll make sure I get up earlier and I'll play for like there's like so many things I want to do in the morning with it. Like I gotta go buy my lights, put my old lights down, gotta go get all the fossils, do this. But it's it's like an hour plus of game time for me before yeah. I even like and then. And then I wait for the stores to open and everything. I'm, it, it, this game's uh, it's so good. It's like it's disastrous <laughs> how much I play it though. Yeah, but the the problem I ran into is I planted all these flowers. Weeks went by. These flowers over time start like the seeds go off and they make new flowers and they breed. So now my island has so many flowers on it, and I don't need most of them. Like I need to get rid of these fucking flowers. So last night I finally was like, terraforming me is going to start, and it's starting with. I got to deflower most of my island because there's just too much of it here. So I was just getting rid of flowers upon flowers. And then I was like, all right, you know, let me expand. I have a little cafe that I built on my island, Mike. So I'm like, let me expand this out a little bit. So I expanded out my cafe a little bit. I paved some more roads and I made, uh, a, you know, a couple of little garden areas on my island to keep some flowers for now. Um, but I still don't really know what I'm going to do with the overall scope of my island and i i'm not going to really at least right now i'm not going to move i'm at least not going to move my two stores or my house i'm I debating might... my stores right now i already moved my house so that was a whole uh, other giant see i haven't there. moved anything i might move some villager houses but not to make them like not to say there's anything wrong with this but like i don't want to at least right now i don't think i want to make things like in a grid or like uniform like i kind of like the only reason i did that around i only i did the grid just so i could have more room to like do cool stuff like and like mess around like the club because i expanded the club today a little bit too i like pulled it down a little bit more so like um yeah i just uh i kind of like having all the houses there too because then i can just check on everyone at the same spot every time and i'm not running all over the place yeah i don't know I, i mean it's whatever works for you i like i just personally kind of like the little bit more like i'm probably not going to pave a bunch of like roads and pathways everywhere because i i kind of don't want that either um and i'm really hesitant to to use custom designs for floors only because i noticed when i'm on joe's island anywhere you're walking oh i didn't even notice that but anywhere you can draw anywhere you're walking on a custom thing it doesn't make sound (laughs) so like for me Part of the thing that makes Animal Crossing so good and so relaxing is like I like having headphones on or volume up because all of the music and all of the sounds in Animal Crossing are so soothing. So it's like I like right. hearing my villager like run on the grass and then run on the sand. Like I like hearing all those noises. Uh, so like the lack of footprints, uh, foot, footsteps, like kind of really fucking annoys me. So I'm like I can't. Yeah, I get that. I can't make fucking custom custom floors right now because it's gonna bother me too much. Um, have you been playing anything else other than that or not really uh dude i'm having like gaming add right now where i'm like just trying to find a game that's caught me after like beating the last couple games i beat so i was like i actually have been getting into what's it called it more um days gone it's actually like way harder than i expected it to be though but it's uh it's cool it's like a gta style game and it's like right up my alley i love playing those kind of games yeah. so i'm actually enjo- i'm actually enjoying it now but it's uh it's actually a lot you have to be super patient with that game. It's almost like a survival, more survival than it is even action. But um, I've been playing that, trying to get my way through Final Fantasy still. And then what else? Messing around with Red Dead and GTA. That's it. Yeah, too, too many things at once. What about you, Mike? Anything, uh, anything going on over there? No, not really. Did you finish Persona 5 a second time yet? Uh, No, but I'm like... 
I'm in between the last palace and the second to last palace. Like a fucking crazy motherfucker. Are you are you queuing anything else up to to, to go in next or? Mm, let's take a look at my spreadsheet here. I I saw you tweet something about playing Final Fantasy VII OG. I I don't know if that was legitimate or not. Well, Final Fantasy came up in a conversation I was having somewhere else, and there was like a discussion like, oh, you know, if I felt like playing the original, what should I do? And someone said like, oh, you know, it's on the Switch, blah, 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 PS1 Classic. I'm like, it's on the PS1 Classic? And I looked at the box, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is on the PS1 Classic. So if I ever felt like playing it, I don't necessarily have to buy it on the Switch. I can just open up that box. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I hear it's a different version. Switch. It's the PAL version, which I guess doesn't play right over here, but whatever. The PAL version is what's on the PlayStation Classic? I think. Why would they do that? I don't know. Are all of the games on there PAL versions? I have no idea. These are problems I'll deal with if I ever open up the box. Like, yeah. I think... I think the first Persona's on there, maybe? I don't know. Like, I have no fucking idea what's on the PlayStation Classic. It's a box that is never going to be opened. It was. I was just going to say, I, I purchased it, it, I bought it for very cheap, specifically to put it on the shelf. That's pretty much the extent of where that is. Yeah. Like, I, I, I loved my PlayStation back in the day. Like, I had a PlayStation 1 back in the day. I loved it. But I have no interest in revisiting anything in that box with that controller <laughs> like anything that's in there that i would want to play most of those things have ports to current gen so i like don't need to open that box yeah. right the only thing i remember off the top of my head was revelations persona final fantasy 7 and tekken 3 i know there are other games on there but those are the three that i like remembered thinking to myself oh if i open this up maybe i'll play these yeah i th- i think for me because i like to collect shit I feel like that is a thing that will eventually be a sought after item. Not that I would ever sell it, but I feel like it will be a kind of rare thing just because it didn't do well. I mean, how long ago did that thing come out? I was like, I was looking at a website this morning and like, hey, this thing's on sale still. I'm like, they're still making this. So I don't don't think they're still making it. I think stores are still trying to get rid of it. No. Yeah. I mean, if people are still struggling to get rid of it, I can't imagine it being like, sought after unless someone finds something really cool to do with what's it, in the it what's it at no. the price right now uh i mean i don't know i think when it launched it was a hundred dollars i got mine at target for like 20 bucks or something yeah yeah i got mine like sub 30 dollars i don't remember yeah. how much yeah. so uh, i wouldn't mind paying that no mike what i'm saying is like i'm pretty sure it came out last year i'm saying in a few years when these don't exist they will that you'll then start to see people who are like oh shit i wish i bought one i wanted to collect that Again, not something I would sell, but you, I, I feel pretty confident that you'll see that price go up on that uh, pretty substantially in the future. Um, anyways, so, I, I mean, it'd be interesting if you started playing Final Fantasy VII, Mike. I'd like to see your thoughts on that. I don't know if it would be... I mean, I can't speak to the original game, so I have no fucking idea if that would be your style of game or not. I'm, I'm trying to think the same thing, because, like... It's it's like a complete slap in the face compared to what you're used to playing for these recent games. So it's like it, it's kind of almost like, especially like the first part of the original Final Fantasy VII, the way you even control and move, it's just uh, I don't know. It's kind of a shock to the system. I don't know if Mike would like it or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know how. I'm assuming the story is good in the original. Like I think that's why it's such a classic game, Todd. Yeah. I, I, 
Yeah, no, know. the story's great. And the gameplay was great, though. Like, it was for, it, for, for the time for the it time, came out, yeah. it was something new. And it was like, no one was playing really, like, turn-based JRPGs that much. You know, like, that wasn't really, like, the topic of conversation in, like, the United States, I feel like. I, like, even, because I, I played Final Fantasy three. That was the first one I ever played. That was, like, a, a, a huge, huge game to me. Because, like, I'd never played anything like that game. Um, but, yeah, no, and 7 came around and, like, just kind of made it look a lot cooler. You know, like motorcycles and like cool swords and it just looked like you know more up to date so i think that's why like everyone and it was a great story and a great game i i think you'll uh i think you would like the story mike i don't know if you would like the game yeah that's probable but listen this is these are all things i'll deal with if i ever choose to open the box because at this point i'm sitting on i think four classic consoles and i haven't decided like how i even want to set them up in terms of if i ever felt like playing with any of them yeah, I mean, I ha- I have my NES Classic and my Super Nintendo Classic open because Same. those are things that I would like to mess around with. Uh, I still, I Liam loves Super Contra. It's like he's obsessed with that game. You should get the Contra collection. It goes on sale a lot too. It has like a bunch of Contra games. Well, as soon as Animal Crossing can make a decision on how to let me get a new console and carry over my save data, I'll probably just give Liam. The switch I have now and just buy a new one. Yeah, that is supposed to happen this year. They're supposed to have some it's sort insane, of insane though. If you yeah. really think about that though, that's that's like a it's crazy that people don't know too before they carry it over because you know something like not everyone pays attention to like how these things save. They just assume it's like on a cloud or something, and then people lose like hundreds of hours. Like imagine though, like if your switch broke right now and then they like you contacted Nintendo and they're like, yeah, nothing we can do right now. So you have I to just stop playing Animal Crossing. I think if your switch is broken. I think they do have a limited fix for it for you at the moment, but I think they're working on a bigger solution. Again, I would be shocked if they didn't figure out a better solution soon, especially because Animal How, Crossing well, doing, is it's at doing 13 insane. million, I think. It's it 13.6 or something crazy. Yeah, it's insane. We'll we'll get into Animal Crossing sales actually a, a little bit later before we get there. I want to talk about a few other things. Uh, I'll also throw out there, I've been playing... Beat Saber, obviously, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, which I'm loving. Um, and I worked Just Dance into my workout routine. I bought Just Dance 20 on the Switch. And I am not a good dancer. Yeah. Uh, but it's really fucking fun to play. And it fucking kicks your ass if you play songs well, that are harder. Say, like, yeah, like it's you like move you move your body more. You, you can work up a really good sweat on that. So it's like definitely a good addition to my workout routine uh and then mike you did lie we we've been playing Fortnite, so Ooh. oh yeah i forgot I oh yo i, uh, De- I also Demo tried playing firewall zero watch or zero hour or whatever it was wait you started playing that mike i tried it out yo brendan let's just get it going Fuck, i'm down to play that me and todd both have it we played i played it quite a bit mike i loved it wait mike uh, do you have the gun attachment no, I don't. So I think that was part of the problem why like, I didn't... Okay, yeah, yeah. Does it let you play with just move controllers, though? I had to play with the regular controller, which was confusing and uh, scary. Okay. It let you still play that way, though? It let me still play that way, but like, part of the problem might have been that I was standing up while I was trying to play it, and... Um, I'll set my VR up tomorrow. Fuck! And I, like... To turn around, I had to use like one of the control sticks. So like I was turning around, but I was still standing straight. And then I don't know, I was confused. Yeah, it starts off at controls where like 
you kind of point to where you want to go, but you can shut that off. They just do that so you don't get like motion sickness, but like you yeah. can like, yeah, it's a, it, it, you, the controls I, can be way better. Yeah, like let's tr- let's all three of us try to play that tomorrow. I'm or I tomorrow's back. It's tomorrow's Jen's birthday, so maybe tonight or well, or Sunday. I'll Sunday text I can play. Jen right now, so you can find some time for us. That's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of that though, shit, I I can't find move controllers anywhere. I looked, and I can't get them anywhere right now. And I really yeah. want to get by that Saints and Sinners uh, Walking Dead game because I heard it's really good. Oh, that reminds me. I was going to try and buy a charger. I wonder if I can buy this. This is cheaper than... I need a... Because basically the PS4 that I have only has two USB ports. One of them is already connected to an external hard drive, which means the other one is dedicated to either the PSVR like little box thing or a cable to charge one of the now three controllers that I own, one regular controller and the two move controllers. So I need something that will kind of fix that. I think I can buy this charging dock station, whatever thing. Wait, you have you have filled up the memory on your PlayStation? No, but I figured it's possible that I might because, you know, yeah, I so just leave that unplugged for now. Then you don't need to worry about I it. I think I might have I might have moved stuff into it already. I don't. Remember. I have five games on my PlayStation that takes up all the hard drive. Like I have to delete a game every time I start playing a new game on PlayStation. What is going on over there? Uh, I only have a five gig, uh, five hundred gig. I have like the base model that it came with though, so it's like I got no storage for it. Yeah, I think mine's the terabyte model, but still, I figured you know what? I'm gonna toss this two terabyte hard drive onto it or whatever I did. Hey, you can toss the terabyte hard drive my way. Like I'll I'll put it to good use. I have a lot of stuff I need to move. Into. Yeah, I don't care about you or your problems. <laughs> but you don't even have a problem. You just have extra storage hanging around. Yeah. Uh, anyways, how much were move? Wait, how much were move controllers? Were they like a hundred bucks? Like, they they're like ninety bucks or something. Yeah. I don't remember. My, okay. When I bought my PSVR, I got I got the uh, the bundle that had the move controllers in it. Yeah, they don't restock those at all. And I'm looking online, and there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, I've never seen them. I I had to order them online to get them. Did you order them from like a safe site? Because I'm looking at all the main ones and none yeah, of them. Yeah, I, mean, I, so I either order ordered them from, from Best Buy or eBay. Amazon. I, I I either ordered them from Amazon or Best Buy. Um, and I'm still trying to find Rock Band peripherals, which is like a yeah, fool's errand. you're not gonna find that. They didn't. Are you trying to find a guitar or drums? I'd take either at this point. The drums, I'm pretty sure, have only ever been sold in the entire band bundle. I don't think you can buy the drums separate. Yeah, uh, I figured- and then the guitar. For Rock Band 4, they did do a limited run of a standalone blue guitar. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, Rock Band 4 came out like three or four years ago, Mike. I don't think you're going to find that anywhere. Yeah, I know. Your best bet is to buy it off someone used that doesn't want it. Yeah. That's... I would honestly probably try Facebook Marketplace. That's probably your best bet. But then you have to deal with I the don't person. Trust, yeah, like I don't even want to. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to deal with the person. Um. But yeah, we we jump back into Fortnite because they added the Star Wars stuff back in, which I need to find out when that ends because I want to play it at least one more time before it ends because that's uh, like there's a concert tonight for Fortnite. So I haven't gone into any of the concerts myself they look crazy. personally. So apparently they're amazing. No, it looks cool. Like every time I see like clips of them afterwards, I'm like, whoa, that looks actually really cool to be in a game and that happens. And the thing that I've been hearing is like when you watch someone's clips of them in it is one thing. When you're actually in it, controlling and looking around yourself, it's like a completely different experience. Yeah, Fuck, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'll try to hop into that tonight when that's on. It's probably going on right now. I probably already missed it. Um. Anyways, 
So before we get into uh, the inside Xbox presentation that was this week, Todd, how excited are you that PGA 2K21 is the thing? I'm nervous now. I'm excited and nervous. <laughs> Wait, why are you nervous? Because uh, because that golf game we played didn't really like it didn't click with me. I'm just hoping that I have to look into uh, it more. I think that 2K may have published that game and maybe no, it was that guy because I saw it on other people. It was it was that it was that same developers because it has to be because uh, I've seen a bunch of people mention it online. Be like, yeah, I loved. Uh, that golf game whatever golf club there are people that like it maybe we just gotta give it a shot it just i don't know if it like it just didn't feel like it was running right like it felt like glitchy almost and choppy i can't remember though i mean it was confusing how to get into a match together oh yeah that was that was a problem too yeah i forgot about that too like it it was like we couldn't just lobby like get in the lobby and queue up together it was like i had to start a cut like a hole and you had to join i don't know it was kind of weird i think i I think they'll they'll hopefully my assumption is that with a rebrand, they must be looking to like take the game to new heights and hopefully change some things. So yeah, I think I, so too because we've been asking for this for years now. Like it's insane. I mean, not necessarily this, but asking well, for a this, new golf. Yes, game. for uh, just a golf game in general doesn't really let me relax and play eighteen. Uh, Mike, oddly enough, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but back in the day, like in the three sixty days, Todd and I used to play Tiger Woods together online. Like it was the masters late, one. late, late into the night together. Like pass out on my couch. We had a club, pass man. The cl- how, dude, that we had a club. It was so much like, fun. It was so dude, much was fun. So but good. I can't even tell you how many times I fell asleep on the couch with a headset on playing Xbox with Todd. Yeah, you guys seem so. super jazzed about the whole thing. You guys are like, oh, it's welcome back, boys. Yeah. I'm uh I don't play any sports games really anymore. I play yeah. FIFA like every two years, and that's about it. For like for like like realistic sports sims, the only I, and I'll take driving out of that category because I don't yeah uh, whatever. But uh, like really, FIFA is the only one I have ever really cared about. Uh, but Tiger Woods also kind of the only other sports game I care about. Like Madden's fine. I, yeah, I've Madden's had, fine. I've had fun with like NBA games over the years, but I've never like I don't typically go out of my way and buy an NBA game. I don't really ever go out of my way and buy Madden either. But FIFA. FIFA and Tiger Woods were like the only two that I would pr- probably ever go out and buy, you know, more consistently. Uh, I feel like I'm due to buy uh, a Madden, though. It's been probably three or four years since I bought a Madden. I just was like, you know what? It's the same game every year. What am I doing? So I feel like if I bought it now, I'd probably enjoy it, playing it online. I mean, I'd, I'd have fun, too. But, like, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't get the urge to be like, oh, I want to fucking play Madden against FIFA is different. Like FIFA, I'd be like, Todd, let's fucking get on. I'll, I'll fuck you right. up with FIFA. But uh, I don't know. Madden, I've had m- more fun with Madden in situations where it's like, like in college. Like, in yeah, college, same. That I was li- some of the best Madden games I had. Living with Christian and Fabrice, it was like, oh, we can go in the living room and play FIFA together or play Madden together. Or back then, we played a lot of the show, actually. That was like the last time I bought the show was in college. I played the show with you. We pl- I remember when I lived in Salem, dude. I We would play the show a bunch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep during that game. <laughs> uh, I will definitely buy the show when it comes to Xbox. Yeah, Switch. same. Uh, I'm kind of debating getting it now. But, yeah. but I can't. I can't even. I have no room on me. Fucked up. You should have downloaded it. They had it for free on PS Plus like a month or two ago. Oh, really? I didn't see it. But you I don't even have room. These games for free. I, you just have to I, download it. You just have to click. You just have to click that you want it. And then it stays in your library. Yeah, I just turned my PlayStation on when Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy came out. 
Um, I don't even turn it on. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping I I have some high hopes for it. I think the fact that they're changing the name of the game means that they're they've got some got something different going on. Yeah, there. I hope so. So that'll be cool. But this week we got the first of many of Microsoft and Xbox taking a stand in the generation and bringing us uh, updates on a monthly basis. This uh this first inside Xbox. Well, inside Xbox is the thing they've been doing, but they've they're changing inside Xboxes uh, going forward. At least they're going to change them once a month to be specifically about Series X news, um, which the first one kicked off this week on the seventh, I believe it was, and it was focused on third party games coming to the Series X. They showed uh, like twelve, thirteen, thirteen games off. Um, with the only one that we had known about really prior was Assassin's Creed Valhalla because Ubisoft uh, showed that off the week prior. Um, but for you guys, were there any games that stood out in that for you? There were. It, w- it was a weird thing for me because I feel like there was a lot of like gory games, maybe not necessarily horror, but a lot of like blood and like mature tones. And I was like, I don't, I don't fucking want any of this. Give me some. Yeah, that's some- all mine. I want oh, all that, but that's like my stuff. But um. I don't know, you know, like it's so hard to 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 judge when new con like every year I'm like, oh, they're gonna learn. Next year they launch, they have to launch with like what like definitive time. And I know Halo's coming out, you know, and like, but it's Halo's been kind of. I know, I know, but like we still haven't seen gameplay for a launch title that's coming in six months, which I think is kind of weird. Um, I mean, I don't. I, I, I would be think surprised. It, I would be think, surprised if it gets pushed back or something. Well, hold on, I don't think it's kind of weird. I think we're living in a in a covid situation and even if we weren't living in covid situation right now next month would be e3 next month would be when you would see halo anyway yeah that's so true, like actually. i i don't think it's that weird but to kick the presentation off with what uh, they did it just doesn't make sense like i don't well, know no, they were upfront about that this was yeah no they, i agree first party think, games and I then at the beginning of the presentation they also came out and said there's going to be a Microsoft Game Studio presentation in July that will focus on the games we're making for Xbox Series X. So, like, I went into this knowing that. I don't think it was the best lineup of games in general. Um, There was definitely some things there that I was interested in, though. So the thing I noticed is it's kind of like, and you're going to make fun of me because I like this game when we got it, but in, like, retrospect, it's not a good game. It's just going to be a bunch of games like, uh, what was the... Right. Yeah, that's that's I mean, it's like tech tech stuff to like show off the what this console can do and how it like like bright memory like that game's already been out for a while. And that's like like an episodic game and everything. And like, Bro, that's, you got to get know. you got to get updated information. The game wasn't was a one episode game on Steam that the guy used to try to crowdfund yeah. making the full game. So this like game, the, so bright memory infinite coming like to series X games. is not that. No, I know, but it's just, I don't think that's going to be anything. I don't think that's a game that you're like, it's, it's showing off because it's really pretty. Like, I, I really think that the, they're just doing it. Like, I think all the games they showed off, like, looked really pretty. But I don't like, know. I, no, I think Bright, Bright Memory Infinite was probably the, my favorite thing that they showed. Uh, yeah, like that, I, it's that, just not going to play like that. No, no, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be good. I mean, it has, like, all my favorite elements in a game. Like, a katana. It looked like that, what's it called? The game I always talk about, Bulletstorm. Like kind of like kill people in multiple different ways, kind of like how Doom Eternal did. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't have faith in in any 
Lon's title anymore because I've never been proved wrong. And Yakuza looks cool, but I didn't uh, know I it mean, was an RPG. I, are you talking about Xbox in general or in all consoles? Because in all consoles. Of, okay, Breath of the Wild. Well, well now, yeah, yeah, now sorry. Yeah, away. No. Like, well, obviously, I mean, I mean, the Switch is my favorite console probably of all. So it's like, I, 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 that's like just hold, held to a higher standard and a higher pedestal. But um, yeah, even Yakuza. Yakuza looks great, but I didn't know it was an RPG. Turn-based RPG. Yes, uh, they're not normally turn-based RPGs, but no, this one never. is a turn-based RPG. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, not, I'm not like... And then Assassin's Creed, you know... You know, I said Odyssey was awesome. I went back and played it, and I beat a mission, and this mission, no joke, took me 45 minutes to beat, okay? And, like, I'm a level 7. Everyone else was a level 8, so I could sneak up on some guys and kill them, and, like, it was fun as hell, but at the same time... It was like basically I got spot, I got spotted. I'd run and hide for like 40 seconds, then come back, kill one or two guys, go hide again. You know, it was very repetitive, and the combat's not really that good in this game. But uh, it's the the combat's always been kind of wanky, like wonky. And like I said to you, I like uh, wanky. I was like, oh yeah, wanky, right? I like wanky better. Um, but but. I was say, telling you, yeah, play Odyssey. Odyssey was really good. And I don't think Odyssey is bad. It's gorgeous. And it, it plays well. I think, like, climbing in the stealth is pretty good. But if you don't like certain games' controls like we talked about in the last episode, you're going to think this is, like, a, a clusterfuck of a game as far as controls go. Yeah. Especially and, combat and everything. And honestly, I haven't really given an Assassin's Creed game a fair shot in a while, like we talked about last episode. Um, but thinking about it in my head, I feel like those controls also were never great to begin with. So they were. if they're not good in Origins or Odyssey, I could see myself being pulled out for that reason too. Well, that's well, the reason I brought that up is because they, you know, they showed Valhalla or whatever, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And, you know, but they didn't even show gameplay, which I know everyone's been talking about that, but, but it's crazy that they're like, we, they basically said for Valhalla, they're scaling back down the game because in Odyssey, this is another thing I don't think you would have liked in Odyssey. You literally have to grind for like a couple side missions and rank your character up like it's an RPG, but not in a fun way to get to the next mission. So like the game's like a hundred hour game, but it's like 30 hours of like just grinding to get your level up so you can start yeah. killing people. In. I, I did see them say something about that, that, you know, we listen to fan feedback and we wanted to adjust you know certain things so it will be a little bit less of certain things that people didn't like about odyssey from from people that i've talked to they've said that they like origins better um because it's a little bit more like assassin's creed where odyssey went a little bit more rpg so where was origins was origins uh origins the, was egypt, egypt? And Odyssey. okay was yeah that game was good yeah i feel like i played more of origins than i did of odyssey I don't know. I don't have Origins, but I did buy Odyssey when it was cheap on Black Friday, so I have it installed on my Xbox, so I should probably give it a shot at some point. Yeah, um, I mean, the first couple hours are the best part of the game, and then when you start getting to, like, the ground, and I think that's when I'm starting to lose interest already. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Mike? Anything stand out to you in the Inside Xbox presentation? Uh, I know I watched some of it. I don't remember, like, any of it besides uh, the Nexus... Scarlet, Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Scarlet. Nexus, yeah. It's a new Bandai Namco uh, JRPG Mm -hmm. or action JRPG. What what stood out to you about it? Just like the style of the game or? Uh, I guess, yeah. It reminded me of um, Control. 
Oh, okay. Just like the tele, like the psychokinesis stuff, like throwing yeah. things around, whatever. Pretty much. Yeah, I, it looked cool to me. I, I some of the enemy designs were a little bit again, like they kind of fit that. Actually, that that's really what happened when the thing started, and I think the first thing they showed were like the enemy designs, and it reminded me of the movie Annihilation. I was like, huh, that's odd. No, I just watched that movie, and I actually really liked it. Yeah, Annihilation was weird. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I know you don't. That's why I'm not talking to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It looked cool. I I hope that turns out to be something cool. Um, it looked like it could be something interesting. It has, I mean, Ben and Amco has some great games, has some bad games, for sure. But it has some of the people from the Tales series working on it. So I think it has a, a chance of being something really cool. Um, <laughs> so that's definitely on my list, too. The medium looked kind of cool, but again, like it's not a game I would ever play because it looks way too fucking scary for me. That was like a, it's like being described as like a psychological thriller. I can't fuck with that. I feel like that would be up your alley though, Todd. You need to watch the trailer. Yeah, for I, don't know. If you I, that one. I don't think, I haven't seen that one though. Uh, and then like Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines Two. The trailer starts off with like, I'm assuming you're a murderer or something. I don't. I had no nothing. He's a vampire, this game. I think. But he's like has dead people strung up as like with like hooks as like mannequins, and I'm like I can't or like marionettes. I'm like I cannot fucking do this. I can't. I had to like look away during the trailer. I'm like I don't want to deal with this shit. That's <laughs> um, just not not what I'm trying to fucking think about right now. Um, but yeah, like Yakuza looks cool. But I've always been on the fringe of Yakuza. Like they all look cool, but I've never played any. So I might uh I downloaded the two that are on Game Pass. Yeah, so just play play, play Zero. Zero's great, and I think I'm like close to beating it. But that's another game I completely forgot about. I just like get into like a new game or I buy a new game and then I'm like, oh shit, I was like halfway through that game. I should probably go back to that. Yeah. I, uh, uh, the last one that probably stood out to me the most would be, uh, Chorus Rises 1, which was like, a a really good looking space shooting game. Yep. I think most of it is like space aerial space combat. Um, I don't know how much of it you actually play like as the character on the ground, but it looked fucking really cool. So hopefully it is just as cool, good as it looks. Um, but for me, Bright Memory Infinite was probably the standout. Like, I'm hoping that game is as cool as it looks, too, because that, like, looked gorgeous and looked like it could be really fun. And, like, mind-blowing that the entire game is made by one person. One yeah, man. that's why I think it's going to be a problem. I think it's gonna. It, there's no way he can like make a huge game like that. And it's I gonna, mean, I don't know it's how be, big. It's probably gonna be like one dimension. No, it's gonna be very like it's not one dimensional because I I know that the small thing he put out got good reviews. It didn't. It wasn't received poorly. But um, yeah. I, I mean, what do you expect from one guy that's not making an I indie game? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it is an indie game, but like Undertale, know, but... <laughs> Undertale, one of the best games I ever played. One guy. Oh, I forgot I was gonna play Undertale. It did nothing for me that game, except Undertale? for the music. Yeah. Did you beat it though? No, I got close to the end though, and I just like was just like kind of whatever. I'm curious as to how close you actually. I didn't like the, the story. I didn't care about the story. Like, and like I know that's like the big thing for everyone. I just was kind of. Eh. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing, if you're if you're not invested in that narrative I, I i don't think there's much there for you to play yeah that's what i'm saying I mean, it was just kind of like whatever uh the other thing that the inside xbox i, I keep wanting to say xbox direct uh presentation sh- showed was that 
a lot of these games are going to also work with smart delivery, uh, which is Series X like answer to, oh, well, in the mid generation, like in the transition period, you know, some of these games are going to come out on Xbox One still. You know, I don't want to then buy it again on my Series X or whatever. And basically the way to get people to still buy the games when they come out on Xbox One and still buy Series X when it comes out is games that have smart delivery. You'll be able to download the Series X version on your Series X if you bought the Xbox One version, uh, which is like a really, really, really consumer forward, like great feature for the Series X. I don't think PlayStation 5 has announced anything like that for the PlayStation 5 or Sony has announced anything like that for the PlayStation 5 yet. Um which hopefully they, they also have something They're gonna comparable. Have to suit. Yeah, they they I feel like they have to. Uh I don't know. I I guess we can move on to the the second half of this which is we don't really have a lot of PlayStation news still and we're almost at the midpoint of the year. Granted again you know, June is next month. In a regular year, June would have been E3. Even though Sony wasn't going to be at E3 this year, I would imagine you could expect Sony to to do something around E3 about PS5. So we'll probably get some news soon, but they really haven't been giving us anything all year. We've gotten, you know, the controller. We've gotten, you know, the the deep dive on the tech from Mark Cerny. But we haven't I really like got... These, I feel like these guys aren't ready, both of them. And I'm not saying they're, like, definitely not ready, but, like, every... Every time I get a new console, it takes about two years to finally start appreciating it. Like you like it right away and everything, and you like. But like these things are like never ready at launch ever. And well, it's like, I, don't, it's just, I don't know if it's necessarily they're never ready. I just think that I mean it's a complicated thing. It's not. It's not just like course. you know. I, I think but, part of it is the developers haven't had a lot of time to work on. You know, like developers don't have the opportunity to really take advantage of these new systems, you know, until a few years into the console anyway. Yeah. Uh, but so it's almost like a bad move to buy. Like, I mean, like, I'm going to buy both when they fucking come out right away, unless it's like a huge hassle. But like, I mean, it's just the price you pay for being an early adopter. I mean, it's not yeah. right or wrong, but like that's, you know, you you you're you're gambling when you buy a system at launch, like, yeah. you know, very, very rarely. Like I've, you know, all the systems I care about, I have bought at launch as an adult. Very rarely has it been a situation where I'm like, I'm glad I bought that at launch. Like the Switch yeah, is a, right. is a, is a, you know. Actually, little, I think the Wii outlier. U, I, lo- I love the Wii U when I bought it at launch. Oh no, like, I, 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 yes. I mean, I love Nintendo games. So yeah, I, I love the Wii U when I bought it too. But like when I bought the Xbox One on launch, I was like, it was expensive. I was kind of mad. I hated all of the launch titles. I I pretty much the only reason why I bought an Xbox One at launch was because, I mean, I'm gonna buy it eventually. Most of the friends that I play online games with are in the Xbox ecosystem, so like I'm gonna buy this anyway. I'm just gonna buy the Xbox One, you know, whatever the launch edition was called. Uh, I forget what it was called actually. Um, I think it was just Day One Edition. I still have the controller somewhere. It was, yeah. Um. But like I didn't care about the Dead Rising game. I didn't care about uh, you know, Rise. I didn't care about Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I, I didn't care about any of the launch titles for that game for that console. Um, In retrospect, they were all trash, but except for Black Flag. Black Flag is actually like a, a decent game. It was like the first Assassin's Creed that I actually played a lot of and didn't just like quit like two hours into it. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that 
uh, that game also simultaneously launched on 360, on 360 and PS3. It unless it, it, did. Unless it, did. Unless it was, like it was a, already it was, out, and then it launched on those after. Uh, which is gonna, yeah, it was just prettier. That's it. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. That's fine and everything, but, like, for me, the Switch, like, it launched with Breath of the Wild, so I don't need to think or do anything else. Like, I'm good with that system. The PS4 didn't have any titles that, you know, grabbed my attention. I mean, nothing really grabbed my attention. Or there were some things over the years that grabbed my attention with PlayStation 4, but nothing urged me to buy it like God of War did, and I haven't even finished God of War. Wait, did um, you, like, you liked um, those Souls games, right? Did you used to play those? Like, I like I like them, but I've never finished one. I'm not, like... Okay. I don't know. I was, was going to say, Bloodborne's probably the best one I've ever played out of all those styles. Yeah, a lot of people love Bloodborne, and I have it. I, I mean, since I've bought a PS4, you know, when I bought it when God of War came out, so I bought the God of War bundle or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I haven't really dipped into the library that much, um, just because I haven't been hooked and god of war was amazing i actually don't have a lot of bad things to say about god of war i just personally it didn't like i i, I think it's just because i gravitate towards it's xbox it's on switch. PlayStation. <laughs> it, and that's just the reality of it i mean it, i just i my playstation is in my living room my xbox is in my office and my switch can be anywhere because it's portable so i just play my playstation less for that reason uh mostly um but yeah, back, but back to like the, the the future, the next gen, and and what's going on. I, I feel like you, part of why we're not getting a lot of information on either of these consoles really is they're both kind of playing tag with each other, where they don't want to show their full hand yet. Neither one of them want to go too deep. They want to kind of bait the other one into announcing something so that they can hopefully announce something better right after. Uh, which is why I think we're not going to find out the price of these until like. October. Um, I mean, that's it's going to be five or six a piece, you know. Like I'm they're going to be expensive. Can... Well, the thing, the 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 rumor going around is that the PlayStation Five is going to be expensive, while the Xbox Series X is going to be expensive, is if not just as expensive or a little bit more. But they're also going to have a second model that is cheaper, so they're going to have a price point below and above. That's yep. the rumor going around. Um, well, I, I think that we know that, I mean, going back to the Xbox launch, like we know they're getting the Halo game, but like Halo hasn't really been Halo in a long time. It's still a great game, like the ones we played, but it's not like, you know, so that game's going to be like a huge deal. It's going to be a huge, there's no way they're going to go into this like they did the last two, I don't think. Oh, personally. no. I don't know. Halo Infinite is like, I, I would argue that most of the success of next generation for Microsoft is resting on the fact of Halo Infinite needs to be a launch title. It can't get delayed. And Halo Infinite needs to be the game that not only is like great for Halo fans and like makes Halo fans fall in love again, but it has to be the game that gets people outside of the Halo fandom. It's gonna to update like, it. It's yeah, it's gonna it's gonna the like... first person shooter that I need. Like this is the first person shooter I need. This is what well, the I thing need is, to play. The thing, this is what's scary about this. It's not scary, but like it's like kind of annoying about this whole everything that's going on with COVID right now. It's like both PlayStation and Xbox in their minds could be like, we know we're gonna have to push this this back a little bit. Like let's keep on playing it like we're not. And then we'll be like, you know, just due to the COVID, you know, they, they they can play that card at any point if they think that things aren't going right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they could use that, and like no one would question that at all. I'd be like, but yeah, they, kind yeah, of they, I know they absolutely happens, could, you know? but the the thing is, is like neither one of them is going to do that because if one pushes, the other one is then like, we have to come out now. But I because feel like if we go into the a console, if we go into a bad recession. I think that they're going to be able to pull, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll be able to, if it, if things get really, really bad the next couple months and like, you know, like unemployment and all this other shit just keeps on going crazy and no one's going to fucking buy consoles, you know, like it's except for rich people. So I don't know. They got, they, it, it's so it's, it's basically like with everything in our life right now, it's just a whole lot of unknown. Yeah. It, gonna, it'll, you know, it'll definitely be interesting to see how it goes. I am very excited for the July uh inside xbox direct because i do want to see what microsoft game studios themselves are working on you know they have acquired a lot they've acquired a lot of studios there's a lot that we don't know about and those are the games that i'm like most excited to see i think oh, most dude, people in like are. three years in three years or two years or whatever like microsoft's gonna have so many exclusives it's gonna be insane it's gonna you know that's where they're focused right now also that game that's uh the strong game where like you're like in the backyard, it's a new game coming out. It's gonna be on Game Pass from like. Uh, uh, it's from Obsidian, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably launching around the same time as like, the new consoles coming out too. So it's like that's kind of like another game that's probably gonna be obviously, you know, in line with the other one. But I think PlayStation, they have to. Ha- they, they, there's no way they don't have a game or two that they're gonna launch with. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the new Spider-Man game was was gonna be a launch or something like that because. That came out in 2018. It'll be like through, almost. Eh, no, that's probably not enough time. I mean, it. They have the engine built. They could. They I could know, do that's something. What I'm saying. They, I mean, they could definitely have something. If but. if I was PlayStation, honestly, that's the low hanging fruit. That's what I would be doing. I would be yeah. making a you know, a not really amazing sequel to Spider Man, but just building off that engine because that will be a game that sells because it's a Spider Man and B people Spider-Man. did like the first one. So Oh, you know what would be amazing? If they That's just low made a spin-off free. game. What if what if they made a spin-off game to launch with the PS5 and it was just Miles and um Miles Morales side missions where you just walk around? What if they did that as a launch title? Mike would buy it. Mike <laughs> loved those missions. Um I don't even know what to say to that because I think we're all <laughs> aware that I like I stopped playing that game almost immediately. So I, like I'm I have no Wait, familiarity. I started it, but I never even got to like the first Miles mission. I might have done something as Mary Jane, but like <clears throat> nothing extensive. I don't recall. I don't know. Unless in the late game, either of their mission styles change. Both of their missions are always garbage. No, they never change. And like the 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 ending's supposed to be like this like supposed to be this big impactful ending but it's like the same ending that's been done so many times it was done well but like the game doesn't even pick up until like the last two to three hours i remember yeah. there was one uh, mission in that game halfway through where it's like quick get to this the building where your aunt works and then you get there and that was the mission and i'm like oh okay i just swung across the city that's it cool yeah i i think to wrap things up on the xbox thing i i think that like some people are saying that this is like a a trip up in the lead up to series X and it was like a bad showing for them. I don't necessarily think that, I mean, they're still kind of dominating a lot of the conversation because again, Sony isn't really doing anything about PlayStation five. So they're kind of trying to just take that mind share and be on people's 
you know, focus, even if it is people not saying the greatest things about them, they're still talking about the Series X right now and not the PlayStation 5 necessarily, or at least not new things about the PlayStation 5. Um, but I think that, you know, I think there was a lot of people expecting this to be, you know, games that we would have saw at E3, but at this. And I think that kind of soured a lot of people. But uh, I think the thing, the only thing that Microsoft really did wrong, or at least shouldn't have marketed it this way, is they pitched it as, and this is what a lot of people are getting at, they pitched it as like, we're going to show a bunch of gameplay of next gen, Series X gameplay. And I mean, it really wasn't gameplay. It was mostly just trailers and stuff. Um, I have seen other videos after the fact, like one of the games, um, I think it was the Ascent, which is like a top-down uh, Diablo-style game, but you're like you have guns and stuff. It's set in a cyber cyberpunk universe. Um, yeah, that awesome. yeah I, that, that's a game that I think you would actually like. I, I don't. You should look at. You should watch the trailer. Or on, I think it was on IGN, they had like a 12-minute gameplay of the game, so you can actually watch gameplay of it. So I don't know if other titles also put out longer things that have gameplay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I think. The marketing was a little confusing, and they probably shouldn't use the word gameplay. Um, Especially, dude, Assassin's Creed, like, trying to pass it. Like, they just had a big reveal a day before that, and then they're like, here's in-game play. And it's like, no, that, no, no. Yeah, I, not, I really, I I really don't understand the Assassin's Creed thing in the end, because none of that seemed like if, actual If they play. didn't launch their videos they did a day or two before, then it would have been great to launch at the Xbox event, even though it's on multiple consoles, but, like, it's just like it was the weirdest thing. It's like yeah, it was even it like was, the developer had to come out and say something. Yeah, it was very odd. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's 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 a step in the right direction. I mean, at least they're giving us something uh, to yeah. kind of look forward to, which is great. Um, the last thing I wanted to touch on with that, actually, before we do that, this episode of the Passing Show Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday. Actually. Never mind. We're living in Corona times. If you're in the North Shore, in the Salem surrounding area, you can get uh, delivery from Goodnight Fatty. Mike, how do you do that? Do you have to go to their website or their Instagram? They got a site. I don't know if it's like their actual website. I've been going to their Instagram and then clicking the link that's in the profile, but I'm sure there's an easier way. There may be. So maybe if you go to their website as well, goodnightfatty.com. But either way, find them on social media at goodnightfatty. Educate yourself on what these tasty, tasty treats are. I think because of what's going on in the past, they used to be very, not secretive, but they never posted their menu online. It was always like you had to go that weekend to see what cookies they have. Obviously, we're living in a different universe right now. So you can go on and see what the what the cookies are. Correct, Mike? In advance. Yeah. Before you order them. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I would uh, definitely recommend checking them out. Mike's a big fan. Mike's still been supporting them in a big way as uh, as we're in this quarantine time, and uh, yeah, get some tasty treats. So the last thing I wanted to bring up before we wrap things up here is with all this focus on Series X, we got all these new things. You know, with Sony potentially going to reveal something new soonish with e3 time frame approaching um does nintendo have anything to worry about as we so. like move towards the end of this year like do we think they're gonna get 
I don't know. I like because like I see people like complaining on like that Nintendo voice chat group all the time about there's no direct, there's no direct. I'm like, motherfuckers, what are you guys like doing? Like I have so many oh. games to play right now. Well, like, see, I'm like, not even I'm not even talking about direct because I mean it's a given. No, we'll, no, I know we'll, we'll get well, a Nintendo yeah, direct at some I point. I know but... this year is like there's nothing announced really for the rest of the year except for like Xenoblade, which I don't really care about. So like, well, so I, real I, realistically, Xenoblade comes out this month. And we basically, and if the year was normal and E3 was next month, we don't really know what Nintendo's plans are post E3. But we would have figured, we would have found that out in June. We would know what their games are because it would be their booth would be whatever the big big thing is. Um, but aside from not knowing what games they're gonna be putting out this year for the rest of the year, which I would imagine they have at least one big title lined up for the fall. Um, do they have anything to worry to be worried about in regards to you have, you know, Microsoft and Sony gearing up to start heavily promoting next gen and their new consoles? Do you think Nintendo is gonna get lost in that shuffle, or do you think they're, you know, still fine being what they I are think, and I they're think gonna? They're fine. I think like going like Animal Crossing is a fucking problem though because like it's killing any any other games I would play playing on my Switch and you know me I buy like I buy like a game every other week or if not every week on my Switch and like now I'm only playing Animal Crossing so that might be a problem but uh, I don't really care if they come out with anything else for the rest of the year personally I mean I know yeah. I'm gonna be playing. I mean- yeah, I've been itching to get back in the Mario Kart, man. I've been dying to play Mario Kart recently, and I'm like, ah, but I got to do my Animal Crossing stuff. Well, there's plenty of people playing Mario Kart because Nintendo did just release their uh, recent fiscal uh, sales because the financial quarter wrapped up at the end of March, and there's a lot of interesting little tidbits from that from that update. Uh, where the Switch is nearing 60 million consoles, it's a it's a little bit over 55 million, which is great it's fantastic the craziest uh, thing about that whole those whole numbers though I, I don't know exactly what you're going to say but like the one number i saw today that with what animal crossing sold is that like this is what they thought it was going to sell all together what they already hit and what they've hit right now so like they're expecting it to be like 18 to 20 plus million so i didn't see the projection of what they expected it to sell i didn't see that number um but i did see a side-by-side comparison of so basically, really? Animal Crossing has been out for six weeks. The sales that it has in six weeks has already become the benchmark for the franchise. It's already outsold all of the previous games. And it's outsold the first six-week sales of the other games combined. It's insane. It's so, really insane. So, yeah, Animal Crossing is poised to do some serious, fucking playing serious it, numbers. Everyone's like- People you wouldn't even expect to be playing it. They're like buying a, like, you know, like you just keep on seeing like celebrities. Like, well, that, that's, they're, 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 that's the insane thing is that I think you're seeing so many like high profile people. Yeah, clients, man. Which Detroit, isn't getting it. Did you see the Detroit Lions announced their their schedule on Animal Crossing? What? I know I did yeah. not see that. They announced their, their, their schedule for the NFL season on Animal Crossing. So it's like, it's insane. It's like, it, it's crazy. I mean, we knew how much we played of New Leaf, but like looking back to it, I've probably already tripled what I played on New Leaf on this. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I've like, I played a lot of New Leaf, but I, there's like, there's no way I played New Leaf this much. Definitely not. No way. Like, I, I'm like, I, I played it a even, lot too. I can't even think about 
putting Animal Crossing down anytime soon. Just because, again, at the point I'm at now, it's like it's such a routinely thing for me where it's like, oh, I'll go in and do my things. And like, it's especially like because, job. well, yeah, and, and, and kind of it's, again, a product of it, it would it would like be so interesting to like have the ability to tap into some alternate timeline where coronavirus didn't exist right. and see what Animal Crossing did for sales and popularity. Because obviously, like, many more people are inside right now and many more people are buying video games and playing video games and have more time. Um, so it'd be weird to see the disparity if there was if one. If I didn't have free time, I'd probably probably be playing Xbox and PlayStation a lot less and just be playing nonstop Switch. I think that's where I'd be, close. too. I think that's where I'd be, too. But, uh, yeah. like, for me, because I'm not leaving the house really at all, um like animal crossing is a slice of like some sort of schedule and normalcy that i can continue to keep where it's like oh i gotta get up shake my trees like all the stuff i'm doing in animal crossing that some people might find monotonous i'm like this is my my daily fucking job (laughs) right now like i need to do this (laughs) i need to do this to feel like i'm being productive um but yeah, so so Switch nearing 60 million, Animal Crossing shattering franchise records with its sales. Um, Mario Kart 8 also continuing to dominate. Uh, I think it's like up over, well over 20 million. I'm pretty sure it's now Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, I don't know. I lost these numbers. I, I had them pulled up here and I don't know where the fuck they went. Uh, Mario Kart 8 somewhere over 20 million. Uh, Smash is, I think, close to 20. I think it's something over 18, maybe 19 million. Uh, and then followed by Zelda, I believe, is the is the third Nintendo-published title. But they're just continuing to dominate with these games. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised to see Mario Kart 8 continuing to sell so well, but it does worry me about the future of Mario Kart. Like, so are we going to GTA? They don't well, need we, to do anything. Well, are we going to get a Mario Kart Nine on the Switch? Like, are we just not going to get a new Mario Kart until the next console? They legit don't have to do. They, they can just play it like GTA is playing it right now. Like, like GTA just basically skipped the whole gen. Yeah. The you thing know, is like, with GTA though is that like they have online micro microtransactions, so there's a way for people to continue to give the money, which is why it's yeah, become so, like a such a fucking money pit for them. Whereas, you know, granted people are buying Mario Kart 8 $60 full price and buying a lot of it. That's still a lot of money, but there's no microtransactions or DLC or anything. Um, the other interesting thing that came out of the sales call was also um, that same question that I kind of posed before we started talking about Nintendo is, you know, the thoughts on next gen or a new switch or the next console and Nintendo's response basically being we're we're barely halfway through the life cycle of what we think the switch's life cycle is so I'm glad to see that just put yeah. out a pro and i'll be happy yeah eventually down whatever whenever they put it out i'm not no rush you know see i don't even think we're gonna get a pro i Probably I, not, but I i think one if they give it i think if anything we might get a slight redesign but i doubt we'll get it well, that'll have like a little bit you know, better battery life or something, but I don't think we're going to get a pro. It'll be interesting to see this, how the switch does, you know, year two, year three of PS five series X, because that's the point where you're going to be like, all right, the games that are coming out on series X and PS five probably aren't going to get ported to the switch. So is Nintendo going to just be completely relying on third parties, making exclusive switch games and Nintendo first party games to be successful or, or what? 
or obviously so funny because I don't give a shit games. about those third party games. Like I just and I know like we all don't kind of for the most part. But whenever I see people being like, yeah, oh my god, this is coming to Switch, I'm like, well, I would never buy that on Switch. Well, that's so, well, that's the thing though is like, and that and that's the predicament for Nintendo. I'll, I would argue that a lot. Well, it's a little bit different now, especially with Animal Crossing and stuff. But I would argue that a lot of people that buy Nintendo, like I would I would imagine a higher percentage of Nintendo players or nintendo console buyers are buying those consoles for nintendo games uh whereas like i am always gonna have a second system so like like any of those other games i would probably always buy them on uh xbox just because you know if they have multiplayer that's where most of my friends are if you know if it's a better experience on xbox i'll probably be buying it on xbox uh whereas the switch I don't really care about graphics personally. I don't really care about performance too much where it's like, oh, this isn't 60 frames. I'm not playing it. Um, where for the Switch, I would only buy those types of games if I cared about being able to play it in my bed, basically. Right. But, I mean, that's re- that's really kind of where I put put that line in the sand. But for some people, like, it is cool to see these third-party games come there because some people don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation. So for them, it's like, the Witcher 3 coming to Switch. Oh, I can finally play The Witcher now because I never had oh, an Xbox. I can't even imagine how that played on the Switch. I'm sure it's fine, but like compared to how it played on Xbox, it's, it was still trash. So it's like, to me, I know I'm in the minority, but like just control wise, I can't even imagine using like the handheld yeah. and playing that. I don't know. I mean, Skyrim's on the Switch. I'm sure people have fun with that too. So you I, know what? I, Skyrim, Skyrim felt exactly the same. So I mean, like, and I actually like another janky game that I preferred over. The Witcher, though. Yeah, I I don't know. The, you know, we've talked about this. You know my thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think once we get a few years into Series X, PS5, that's when we'll be seeing the point of I don't foresee a lot of those games being able to be, you know, condensed and and compressed and and turned into Switch ports without there without back. there being a pro model. They can never go back from like the handheld. Uh to docking I, I feel like they can't ever go back from that at this point it whenever whenever nintendo decides they're gonna make a successor to the switch it's gonna i think i think forever now nintendo is now they have to be a hybrid console every time i was gonna say i, I would have a hard i would have a huge huge problem if nintendo announced that they were only doing um a regular like tv console you can like because I, I have never docked my nintendo i've docked it once when i set it up and the only the only way i can see them not making a portable console is if like streaming becomes such a easy to do and popular thing and nintendo figures it out whereas like you know there's no point in having a portable system because every screen you have is is now your system um you know where livid I mean, the, I've the, never played. I've never played Animal Crossing on a big screen ever. Oh, I mean, see, I dock my Switch all the time. I still play docked. I, but I love. I mean, the reason the Switch is so magical is because it can. It's so easily I can pick it up and go play it, or yeah, put it on my cool. TV two seconds. But I think, I mean, just talking ten ten years from now, the future is moving towards you know being able to seamlessly play across. Like Microsoft Project X Cloud is gonna. You know what Stadia does, I, Mike. Do you, Mike? Do you turn on Stadia at all? Still, does Stadia do anything for you? Uh, no, I don't turn it on. And I didn't mean to cancel <laughs> it, but 
I was actually like trying to think of like all the things I Yo, Brendan, they're doing what I say, they always do. That's one of them. Yeah, there's <laughs> banking on people, people not canceling it. Yeah. Just get them to sign up for something and then just forget about it. Yeah. Um, well the the big problem is that like for there's no games on it. I mean, I guess that's part of the problem too, but like for the, too, the three months I had right before they started charging me, I didn't get much use out of it. But once they started, like it's only now they started like doing things that really should have been available at launch, like making it available on um, other. You couldn't, you couldn't use it on certain, like you could only use it on Google things, right? You couldn't use it on everything. Well, yeah. So like, for instance, I couldn't use Stadia on my phone up until like a couple days before you know they started charging like monthly and i think only recently they allowed you to use um the controller wirelessly for other so like there was a way to use the controller wirelessly but like it was only available in certain circumstances like i think i had to use the chromecast in order to do that i couldn't do it from like if i was playing the games on my pc okay um but I who think greenlit that. that? Who greenlit that launch though? Because like they should be fired and never have a job ever again for that whole Stadia debacle. Like, they, I, I mean, I think it, it was a lot of things. I think a, I think they just thought that it was gonna people were gonna buy it and be fine. Like I, but I, we like people people like are used to getting throttled in their internet and everything. Like you can't like like it's just insane that they didn't come out with like a if they're gonna do something like that, come out with like a superior product, not like some. I, half-assed like dream or something that they I had. I think it's it fun. was. It's crazy that they had investors that like people were like yeah this sounds like a great idea. Clearly no one knew what the fuck they were talking about. Well, I think I what I think is I think that I would imagine that a lot of people that were in positions of power in the Stadia project probably didn't have a good background knowledge of the video game industry like that. Yeah, that, that's, that's that exactly can be the only explanation I can think of that would make any sense. Um. I, I really think that, and I've heard other people say this too, but I really do think that Google could have avoided a lot of headaches and a lot of bad press and, and negativity if they launched it as a beta. And yeah, man, absolutely. And that one word could have probably alleviated a lot of pressure and problems for them. Yep. And took away the price tag at the beginning. Like, you, how much was the controller, Mike? Hundred bucks. What the the bundle that are. I guess you could call it one of the founders edition that I purchased was like a hundred and twenty, I think. It was like a hundred and something. But it came with the it gave me three months. It gave me the controller, it gave me the Chromecast, and then I could gift somebody else another three months. Um I forget how much the Chromecast would have cost by itself under normal circumstances, but I think at the end of the day, like I was okay spending that amount of money to get a those to get the Chromecast and the controller, because it's like it's like a nice controller. Yeah, the and controller then, is nice. Like I, it was hard for me just being someone like that likes to be an early adopter and buy new things. It was hard for me to not buy it for the controller because I was like, "Fuck!" If Stadia ends up being the future and it's cool, I would like to have this controller and have my username locked in. Oh yeah, and the username thing too. Like I don't know if I'm gonna use much of it, but like I got my username so. That's nice. And I can still use the free version. I would just have to buy games. I don't think I'm going to do that, but, you know, it's yeah. there. And they have no uh, exclusives, right? Um, they have I think some they, little they have some. Yeah. yeah. But I, nothing that... I mean, again, you can you can get onto Stadia for free just to purchase games. Right. I don't know how you can play it. Can you, can you hook up other controllers at this point, Mike, or no? 
Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried. I've got other controls I could potentially use with it. I just haven't bothered trying. Yeah, I know that that is an option. I don't know if it's available now, but that will be eventually an option to use other Bluetooth controllers. So it's your your Xbox and PS5, PS, PS, PlayStation controllers should work. I don't know about the yeah, Switch. I, I know... I know initially that was part of the, like the reason why I couldn't use the control they gave me under like certain circumstances. I think the idea was in order to reduce latency, the controller itself would also connect to my Wi-Fi network. So that way, like when I'm pressing buttons, it just goes straight to like the service as opposed to yeah. going through my computer first. There was definitely there's definitely some some pros to using the stadia controller i think there's some other thing that it allows you to do that the other like using a bluetooth controller wouldn't do uh but either way the reason we even brought up stadia was that i think you know in the distant not too distant future like i would say in the next 10 years you're gonna see this stuff start to become more regular where like i maybe not at launch most likely probably not at launch but i would imagine that xbox live is going to continue to evolve to be this thing that is that includes xbox live xbox game pass and project x cloud as one service that you pay for and it allows you to do the things it already does but with the addition of x cloud will allow you to play your xbox games on your phone on your computer you know potentially in the future on your switch who knows um so i could see that being the thing which I think I've said this in the past too. I could see that being a way that Nintendo is able to kind of coexist with Series X and PS5 because if xCloud works and it works well and they work with Nintendo, which they have a good relationship right now, seemingly a good business relationship, to be able to get xCloud to run on the Switch so you could play your Xbox games on your Switch your Switch now becomes a faux next-gen console. So you can play all your Nintendo shit, but now you can also use it as a second device for your Xbox. So you can play Halo or you know some other next-gen game on your Switch through the cloud. Yeah. I think that's like the way that Nintendo... If that works out, I feel like that's the way Nintendo can continue to be very... If not more successful, because... You know, then you'd maybe see a lot of Xbox players like, fuck, like it would be cool to play these games in my bed too. So I'll buy a Switch. Why not? Because Xbox doesn't give a fuck. Xbox wants your subscription money. They want your subscription money. If you're paying for xCloud, Microsoft wins. I would never pay for any of these games, uh, play any of these games on a phone though. I would need like a Switch type thing. Like, well, and again, that's the way that the Switch can potentially like become essential during this transition to next gen. If, xCloud works and it works on Switch, I think you will see a lot of people who maybe aren't buying Switches buying Switches. Because if I was an Xbox-only gamer and I had a console like the Switch that I didn't own, but it was there and I could use my Xbox, my xCloud subscription, in addition to now I can also buy these Nintendo games because I'm buying a Switch, I would probably buy a Switch before I bought a PlayStation. I would too. I would absolutely. So, anyways, uh, I should probably wrap things up here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 197. 
of the Pass Controller podcast. As always, you can find all of our content at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is for you to share us on social media. Let a friend know about the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, leaving us a review is very, very beneficial to helping us grow the show and getting more fans just like you. If you do have a few bucks kicking around, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller, by subbing to us on Twitch, or if you have Amazon Prime, drop us that free Twitch Twitch stream sub anyway, or going to passthecontroller.threadless.com and getting some swick, sick swag. I said swick, but I'm going to keep rolling. Um... You can find me at Groom. Come yell at me about all of my bad takes. Uh, what about you guys? Anything you want to talk about, plug, or where to follow you? Nope. No. Stay out of my life, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> go go find Todd on Twitter at Toddy by Nature and and tell him how wrong he is about GTA Five and uh and Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> and find Mike at underscore Michael Path and ask him for anime rec- recommendations. I'm not going to do any such thing. <laughs> Good. Just keep annoying him. Blow up his notifications. Make him block you. That should be your goal. If Mike won't respond to you, make him block you. Make him have to do something. Because block Mike having to go through the steps of blocking you is going to fucking piss him off more than... You think, I, you, you think I'm above just muting my Twitter notifications? Because I'll just do it. I don't. Nothing's happening on Twitter. I don't <laughs> care. What's gonna, what am I going to miss? You tagging me in something that I'm also going to ignore? I hate you so much, Mike. Why is it so hard to just love the fans, Mike? <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 197.